driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're listening to this. I did start saying good morning and then realise it's not 7am everywhere right now, but it is as I record this podcast. Now, this podcast is the last one in series two, but unlike series one, there's not going to be a super long gap between them. It will probably be about a month break, so I'm looking to come back about the end of July. Within that time, I am going on holiday. I'm doing a bit of traveling for my day job and I am finishing. I've actually finished my marketing course for you all, which is it's called Marketing Plan Masterclass and it is in the beta phase at the moment. So if you're one of the people that signed up, you should be currently taking the course and it's about two and a half hours and it is definitely a labour of love and everything that I have learnt over the years. But that's not what this podcast is about. I wanted to do one quickly before I went on holiday. But before I get into the topic of this one, which is all about how to create own and manage your marketing budgets. I just wanted to say that if you have reached out to me for particular advice on something that is individual to you on my Instagram at Marketing Nuggets, thank you. I've loved hearing from you all and it really makes my day when somebody reaches out and asks me a question because they've listened to my podcast. Now, my Instagram is a very slow burner. I really should have started it when I started my podcast, but it's only literally a couple of months old. So I really need to keep doing that. So this is my public message that I need to keep doing it. So please do reach out to me on there. I really don't mind answering your questions and I try and either do a really detailed response back or a voice note even too. So please do, you will not be ignored and more the more questions, the merrier. So I wanted to finish this series out talking about owning your budget and really having confidence in your budget because when you become a marketing manager or anybody that's a bit more senior in marketing, you need to have, there's three main areas I think that you need to be really good at and that is making and managing a marketing plan, managing people and then the other thing that comes at that level of responsibility is owning your budget and as I was applying for more jobs in the marketing field it would be like requires experience of owning their own marketing budget but then it would be like but I'm a junior and juniors don't get to own it so it would be really difficult to say yeah I've got experience in that so what I did to try and get experience in it was I'd be like asking my managers can you show me how you do yours can you give me ownership maybe of something really really small maybe just like the Instagram budget for paid or something that was or content creation anything like that that was kind of within the marketing plan overall but it meant that I got a bit more experience and hands-on experience on how to manage a budget because trust me if you get a marketing manager position you will be responsible for your budget and this goes for everybody even if you're a one-man band or doing a side hustle and you need to own your budget of course so the same advice applies but this is everything that I've picked up over the last years doing my and owning budgets. Now I've owned budgets from anything up to a 
2 million marketing spend for the year that is and all the way down to about 50,000 pound marketing budget for the year. I've learned things along the way that I've just picked up. I didn't really have anybody teaching me how to create and do and manage a budget and so this is just everything that I've picked up because if you're anything like me it's not something that is readily taught to people that are in the marketing field yes they teach the people in finance but not really marketing people so I'm going to take you through how I do mine so first things first where do I put it so it depends what it's for so generally speaking for my budget for the financial year to submit to finance I would usually do that in excel so this will usually be asked for you to create from your company maybe a couple of months or maybe a month before year end so that you can submit for the next financial year what marketing is going to spend and if you don't know how much marketing budget you should spend the typical I've I've worked with all sorts of budgets in terms of a percentage from your revenue the absolute golden goal I was always told was 10% of revenue should be in in marketing and that allows you to grow I don't think I've ever worked anywhere that they've given us 10% of, of revenue for marketing spend so that's like the I feel like it's a myth at this point so it could be anything from one percent all the way up to ten percent if you don't know what I would say is look at what you want to spend and you might have to pitch it to the senior stakeholders but as long as you've got a solid reason why you want that budget and the tactics behind it at least you can show what you could do with that spend you don't just go in and be like okay I want a hundred thousand pounds because they're going to be like well why do you want a hundred thousand pounds you need to have a rhyme and reason behind it So as I said, I start mine in Excel. The only other reason why I would do it in a Google Doc is more if it's like a campaign budget. And if it's a campaign budget and a lot of people need to see the budget and have access to it and add notes, I would then do it in a Google Doc. But obviously it's not as, the formulas aren't as good in a Google Doc. And do not send finance, your finance team, a Google Doc. Please make it in Excel. And it's really difficult to copy and paste between them because they don't copy the formulas. Well, I haven't figured out how to do it. So either pick one or the other. I tend to do my year budgets, as I said, in Excel. And then I have it on my desktop so I can go in all of the time. Okay, so how do I actually make my budget? So if I'm talking about my budget that I make for the year, I split it out by channel. And you can't make your budget before you've made your marketing plan. Your marketing plan goes hand in hand with your budget to say, okay, these are the channels that I'm going to be using and this is how much I'm going to be spending. So please, please, please don't just skip to making your budget. You need to have made sure that you've done your marketing plan first before you do this step. So as I said, I split mine out by channel. Now, how I do mine is I do the channels down the side and I'm going to tell you what I do on my rows after but so my channels I split it out by grouping and what I mean by grouping is I have my content all together I have my digital all together I have my mass channels all together my events all together and my earned all together now you might have additional ones that you might want to pull out like you might want to pull out social you might want to pull out influencers it really depends on what your marketing plan channels consist of to what you pull out and group together but my biggest tip here is make sure that you pull out and group together all of your platforms slash tools because I always love to say this is how much it's going to cost to keep the 
clogs the cogs turning the wheels going you get it it's not actually being spent on marketing eyeballs and therefore i don't like to be have that accounted for if people are cross-checking my budget with my kpis because the foundations of what makes a marketing channels and marketing team run is a lot of the platforms and tools so what i mean by that is if you've got a website subscription or if you've got a adobe subscription a website i already said website a zoom one a canva account a photoshop account a social scheduling account and analytics like sprout social i bung all of those together because i really want to be like yeah this is how much it costs but it's not actually being spent and i don't want to be judged on that so definitely whilst you need to include it in your overall budget i'd like to keep it separate so i can see how much we're spending on that and similarly if you have any um, freelancers or agency that you need to spend money on i always put that separate as well the only one that i don't is if we pay for an seo freelancer i keep that in my budget because technically that's the spend on the eyeballs because it's your seo so that's the only one that i think is a bit of a gray area on where to put it so after I've put all my channels down the side, now I do my budget by month. I don't do it by week. I think week, even though I do my marketing plan by week, I think my budget should be by month because that's what finance will want to see. So you need to start doing it the way that they're going to want to receive your information. So what I do is I do a column that says forecast and then I go down there and I write next to everything how much I'm going to spend each month. I try and do these as consistently as possible versus my marketing plan. So if I know that we've got a big campaign in Q2, obviously our spend's going to go up. If I'm an e-com business or a retail business, I know that in November we're going to have a big spike of spend because of Black Friday, similarly around Christmas, but then we might have a much, much lower spend in January. So do you see why it's so pertinent that you do your marketing plan before you do this? Because your marketing plan is really going to structure how your budget is done some channels will remain consistent month on month so example is seo freelancer you might be paying them two thousand pounds every month and so you can just quickly put that in your budget you might do consistent instagram boosting which is 500 pounds a month so you can put that in i always put a lot of my ad spend consistent at every month to begin with except for the ones where i know we have spikes so like my linkedin spend say i'm going to do 10 grand a month on linkedin i'll put that as a starting base across all 12 months and then I'll go back and be like okay but let me jigger us around a bit maybe we'll spend five grand in January but maybe we'll spend 15 grand in March but then maybe in the summer months when everybody is on holiday and not making key business decisions our LinkedIn spend might go down just as an example so you really need to spend time in this is it is guesswork to a certain extent but you can make it a educated guess where you can when you're marrying it up to your marketing plan some top tips if you don't know where to start go back and look at what was spent the previous years even if you're new to the job there should be some paperwork of what people before you spent if you're doing this brand new it really depends on what your goal is and how much money that you've got i would say if you have a lower budget you want to be really focusing on your digital channels so you'll have a much clearer roi on them and you'll be able to track very a lot quicker what's working and what's not working you don't want to be spending money on mass which is like billboards big things like that which are much much harder to track the roi 
And therefore I wouldn't necessarily, if you're just starting out doing your marketing plan, I wouldn't necessarily put that in unless you have a really good reason, such as your niche target audience is going to a particular venue and you can buy some really key real estate outside. That would be like an exception. So I go down and I do this for all of the different channels. I always put an extra column for miscellaneous look think about anything else as well that you might that might crop up so if you want to enter some awards so like I would put in maybe a thousand pounds a month just for awards even though we would not enter an award every month I put it in as like a buffer and then if we do want to enter an award I can put them all together so go down and as I said just be as educated as you possibly can with your guesses if you don't know how much things tend to cost try and do a bit of research into them so that you don't spend too much or too little in different areas and don't spread yourself too thin if you've got a quite a small budget then I would say if you've got this is so difficult to do as like a as a general rule but if you've got let me do £10,000 or less a month I would do four channels maybe maximum because you don't want to be as I said spreading yourself too thin you want to really focus on your niche areas where you can double down and make results before you try and get noticed by on seven different platforms but people are only going to see it once and then they're not going to engage or connect with you so trying to be as broad as possible is quite difficult so after I've done my forecast add up every month by channel across the final columns on the very right hand side and then at the bottom I do the total per month so that I can see how much I'm spending each month. I then go and cross check and sense check it against my marketing plan. Does that make sense? Is that where we've got the peaks in our campaigns or on our calendar? Did Are they spending more versus ones where we're going to have a couple of down months and that's completely normal there should be some months where you're not spending anything near your peak I tend to have one month per quarter where I spend about 25% more because we've got something key that's going on and then the other ones come down a bit lower this is much easier if you're in sync such as sports so when I worked in sports events it was super helpful it was super easy to do your marketing plan because you knew when tickets went on release that was when you were going to have a spike in your activity you knew that when you were going to finish your early bird window you were going to have a spike you knew that the week before you were going to be really really pushing tickets in your local area you then knew you were going to do countdown so and then you knew what day game day was that you could plan all your events and your activations honestly that's definitely the easiest industry I've ever done marketing plans for so do that make sure it all I cannot say this enough double check all your maths I always like to give my budget budget to somebody else just to sense check it as in literally does this all add up have I missed anything out have I not calculated something right because we're in marketing we're not in finance and the amount of times that I've sent over something and they're like Emma you've not added this column up right and I'm like oh damn it's so annoying so get anybody even if they're not in marketing just to check that your calculations add up then submit it to finance and then they've got it now you would think okay done wash my hands done my budget move on this is where you become a good marketer if you don't just forget about your budget once a year this is my top tips on how to make sure that you are completely on top of it because I don't know about anybody else but it stresses me out not knowing about my budget and I need to know what we're spending every month to ensure that it's all aligned to ensure that we're spending it in the right way and that is what makes you a good marketing manager is that you're on top of your budget and you know if anybody asks you a question about it you can answer it really quickly and efficiently 
well, after I've submitted it to finance, I take my own budget, I then split it up into quarters. So your quarters can be however your company do their financial year. For, for ease, let's say quarter one is January, February, March. So I take January, February, March into a sheet and then I add a new column that says detail. And this detail is pretty much just notes for myself, comments for myself, talking about what's coming up, cross-referencing with my marketing plan and just making any notes in there of things that I definitely know we're going to spend money on that month within that channel. So a good example of this is if I've got in my content, I've got videographer and I know that we've got two shoots that month, I'm going to estimate in my detail channel how much those two are going to cost me. Also, I'm going to go down my columns and see if there's other parts of my overall budget that other people are responsible for. And then I'm going to put their name there and be like, this person responsible for this. So I do that with everything, go down it all before the month starts. I then probably go back into my budget about mid-month to check on how we're doing, how we're spending. I obviously go into the platforms where I can, such as LinkedIn ads, and see how much we've spent already. And is it aligned with what I'm saying for my budget? So I really just cross-check all of them. Then at the end of the month, it usually comes, it doesn't ever happen at the very end of the month because finance have got to do month ends, but you'll usually get from your your finance team and request this, a what have we actually spent in marketing? What was our month end closed by you? We th- I then cross-check that. I've done this every single place I've worked. Cross-check that with what I think I've spent. And then we can talk through any discrepancies, anything that that's not been invoiced yet because Obviously, it's quite difficult sometimes if you've got, say, a piece of content in January, but then the invoice doesn't come in until February, but I've put it in my budget for January. So there will be a bit of the, a bit of fluctuations between you and finance, but I always put in my marketing plan when I'm spending the money, not when I get invoiced. I've just always worked that way. So after I've done that, I then make another column that says actuals. And at the end of each month, I go down and write, how much I actually spent versus my forecast per month. And there will naturally be fluctuations with this, so don't worry about it. But you just need to make sure that, one, you're under budget or on budget, or if you're over budget, then you've already preempted that with finance. You've told them why that is the case and you might be making up for it in your next month or you might be stacking some money because say you've got an award that's £2,000 but you have not spent your January, you might be spending it in February anything like that just so that you are completely on it and you know your budget inside out. I don't do anything with this budget, this is just for my notes. I then wait until the end of the quarter, I then do this every month consistently and then I send it back to finance and be like this is what I've got for my actuals versus my forecast. You might need to discuss anything with them if if you're allowed to spend more money, if you need to bring it back a bit, anything from a business point of view that you need to discuss but also you should be going through this with your marketing hat on and being like was that a good use of money did I spend this in the right way what were the KPIs did we get out of this and I don't do this every month I do it every quarter because you can get too caught up in analytics and deciding but make sure you take a hard stop every time you do a a quarterly update on your budget and just sense check everything are you spending it the right way because you can change it up quarter on quarter you're not stuck to your budget 
budget that you made a year ago in terms of where it's going from a channel perspective. You might be stuck with the number that you've got, but there should be some fluidity, hopefully, that you can switch between channels if you need to. So you really need to be on this. And if you're a marketing manager out there, my biggest advice is teach junior marketers how to do a budget as well, because they're going to need to do this one day. And it can't just be you doing it all of the time. Like I'll give somebody in my team, you have the influencer boosting, you go and do it, you write a strategy and tell me how it's going to be. And it'll be a mini one, but it's really just the same. That's the same exact process that I go through. Even if I'm making a marketing plan for $2 million or 2 million pounds or 20,000 pounds or 200 pounds, it's the same process that I go through the same due diligence. It's just how it's just how you do it multiple times is how you create a big marketing budget versus just a channel marketing budget. Once I've done that, I have my budget and that's basically how I do it. Another few top tips I would say on my budgets is every time I get an invoice, I save it to my invoice folder so that say it might be six months down the line or a year down the line and finance might be like, hey, how much did we spend on this? What was the supplier called? Any questions, you're gonna be their first port of call because that's your job to own it. So make sure you've kept all of the information in wherever so that if they ask you a question on your spend, on a supplier, on a month, anything, you can be like, no problem, I've got it. I've seen people create marketing budgets and then not go back and look at them until the next year. And first of all, I don't know how they live with that stress because I want to know every month, are we on track? Are we spending too much? Where are we looking? I'm continuously making sure that I've got that due diligence. So just I think my biggest piece of advice for your budget is be due diligent with it, be organized with it and make sure that you regularly go back in and not only analyze it, but also make sure that you're updating your detail, your forecast and your actual. And there you have it. There is how I make and create and sustain a marketing budget. There's not really any secret tips here. It's more just to make sure that you're really organized and to do a bit of a trial and error if you're starting a new platform if you're starting a new platform and you're not sure you're starting a new channel and you're not sure what's the minimum spend that you can put in so that you can start testing it i would say that about 25% of our budget of my budget at any time throughout everywhere every industry that i've worked always goes into testing like testing a new channel testing a new tactic because your marketing plan should be continuously progressing every year with different channels depending on what your audience is where they are what they're responding to and so if you are doing the same marketing plan with the same budget year on year you're never going to progress because you're never going to have new channels like who would have thought that tiktok podcasting spotify a couple of years ago people weren't looking there to put their marketing dollars they were looking at digital screens and maybe even before then direct mail and whilst I've done some we've done some pretty cool direct mail things in the past there is still potentially a place for direct mail every once in a while if you do it in a really cool fun PR-esque way but general rule of speaking is that you're going to be looking more on new digital channels that are evolving we tried clubhouse once that was you know a new and evolving platform whilst i don't think it's taken off in marketing plans how potentially it could have you still want to be trialing and testing different platforms that come along like that to see if they 
have a place in your marketing plan and therefore in your budget. They go hand in hand. I feel like I've gone off on a tangent, but I just think it's so important to be like your marketing plan and your budget go hand in hand. So if you want help on creating your marketing plan, one of the very first episodes I recorded was a 10 step guide to making a marketing plan. So go back and listen to that one if you haven't made your marketing plan yet or you're stuck on that you need to do that before you do your budget one so I hope this helped thank you so much to everybody that is still listening to my marketing nuggets podcast as I said this is the last one in season two but I'll be back in about a month where we can pick up and I am going to take you through my making a marketing plan masterclass where my budget template might just feature so I shall talk to you soon have a lovely June and July thank you so much for listening to my marketing nuggets podcast I've been your host Emma and I will catch you next time bye for now